Life Transitions. First Source Bank is proud to support Life Transitions. We know that the only constant in life is change. Whatever stage in life you are, contact us to learn how we can make the most of it. First Source Bank, member FDIC. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Carrie Crosby um, with Access Senior Consulting, one of the co-coordinators for the Elder Care Alliance in Southern County. And today we are going to talk to Sabrina Wickens from Halbrader Wickens Funeral Home and Gina France from First Source Bank. They will be hosting some senior seminars at the Niles District Library. But first, uh, why don't you ladies tell me a little bit about yourself, Sabrina? Good afternoon, Carrie. I'm Sabrina Wickens, and my husband Steve and I are owners of Halbrader Wickens Funeral Services. We purchased the funeral home on October 31st in 2016. Yes, we bought our funeral home on Halloween. (laughs) We fell in love with the building when we toured it the first time. We love the history behind the home. It was actually built in 1908 by the Hara family. It was their summer home. The funeral home has amazing features like stained glass windows, hand-carved Corinthian pillars, and amazing stonework. The Hara family owned National Standard Wire. The funeral home began as Price Kiger Funeral Home in 1930. The Halberter family purchased a funeral home in 1953 from Mr. Kiger. For the Halberters, it was very much a family business. Ted Sr., Ted Jr., and Ruth were very involved in the community. We still hear stories about Ruth from our families and the memories they have of her making cookies and brownies and her volunteer work at the hospital. I love listening to the stories Ted has shared with us about the home. My husband, Steve, has been very active in the funeral industry for over 30 years. He has served on the Indiana Funeral Directors Association Foundation Committee and is currently serving on the membership committee for the Michigan Funeral Directors Association. He and our other funeral directors have all received national training on cremation practices, and I'm proud to say we're the only funeral home in the area where all of our funeral directors are certified funeral service practitioners. Steve and I are big believers in continuing education. He and the other staff pride themselves on being aware of current and future trends. This past year, we are awarded the Pursuit of Excellence Award. Only 160 firms from around the world received this prestigious recognition, placing Halberta Wickens Funeral Services among an elite group of funeral service practitioners. When we purchased the funeral home, I was teaching at Bremen Elementary Middle School. I taught in Bremen for 22 years, with most of my time spent in middle school math. Yes, those crazy middle schoolers. (laughs) Hey, I have one of those. (laughs) Prior to teaching at Bremen, I taught in Fort Wayne Community Schools for five years in middle school. I ended my teaching career by teaching a STEM program to elementary students and retired from teaching in May of 2018. My position at the funeral home includes meeting with families after the service to check to make sure everything is going well, helping folks prearrange their funeral needs, and community outreach. Community outreach is the largest part of my position, which is my favorite part. Our largest project is our Coats of Caring. We collect new and gently used coats and distribute them to Evie's Closet, Ferry Street Resource Center, and the Salvation Army. The items are free to those in need. We actually recently hosted our second murder mystery to raise funds to purchase youth coats. We raised $800 with our latest event that was a great Gadsby speakeasy-themed event. We even had specialty mocktails. (laughs) Our latest project is Operation Soldier and Sailor. At Christmas time, we provided the community with stockings to fill for active duty military and veterans in our area nursing homes. We sent 167 stockings to our active duty military and passed out 55 stockings to our veterans at the nursing homes. Just last week, we sent almost 800 Valentine cards to our active duty military. We enlisted the help of the residents at River Ridge and Brentwood to help make Valentines. I really enjoyed my time out there at both of those facilities. 
We also collected handmade Valentine cards from Bremen Elementary Middle School, Brandywine Middle School, Ring Lardner Middle School, Howard Ellis Elementary, and Edwardsburg Intermediate. Wonderful. Gina, give me a little background, please. Hi, I'm Gina Franz. I'm the branch manager at both of the Niles locations of First Source Bank. Um, I've been with the bank for 17 years now, and I really enjoy working with my clients, but I seem to tend to um, really have a real joy and love to work with my senior clientele. Um, I do volunteer as much as my time allows, and some of the opportunities that I take advantage of is uh, junior achievement, Senior Day of Action. I volunteered at the Salvation Army for their Christmas workshop. Um, I've done the Bullathon for Junior Achievement and then other opportunities that pop up throughout the year. First Source is a big believer in giving back to the community that we live in, so that is one of the reasons that I enjoy working with First Source, that we have that opportunity to work with our communities. You know, in talking with both of you, obviously the three of us are all part of the Elder Care Alliance in Southern Berrien County. And the reason that we've got that coalition together, so to speak, is to make sure that we are bringing awareness to the services that are available in Southern County. We've always seen the struggle here that the majority of the services are located up north, up in the St. Joe area. And it's difficult sometimes for people to know that we have very similar services down in this area. And we just have to get our words out on who it is that provides certain services. Gina, obviously you've been on the program different times before talking about the life transitions program that you have there or the senior transitions and then making sure that people are aware that they can come into the bank for services all the way from having some questions about some legal things. I know you've got an attorney that's on hand. They won't be able to provide you legal service per se, but they may be able to help you figure out some issues within your will or your financial paperwork that you have to make sure that you understand it and and have the right idea about what those paperwork, what that paperwork means. And plus, you've got bankers such as yourself that are responsible for kind of guiding a senior maybe all the way through any type of financial questions they have through the different programs that are available for seniors financially. Um, You know, you can always give information about reverse mortgages, all of those things, whether that would be an appropriate venue for somebody to take. So we also want to make sure that they know that these services are out there and that that's what it's for us to walk into your bank, ask those questions, and hopefully if they don't have the answer, you can certainly find the answer for them. And same thing, you know, in speaking with you, Sabrina, obviously funeral homes are more than just places for people to come and, you know, do the service that they expect yeah. to do at a funeral home. You know, exactly. you've got your hand in so many different venues in the community so that you know that a lot of times what we talk about in everything regarding our Elder Care Alliance is planning. It's forward thinking. It's to be prepared for events that may happen. You hope they don't, but be prepared. I mean, unfortunately, with funeral homes, that's always going to be an outcome of anyone's life. Yes. (laughs) So the more prepared we are, you know, the more the easier those transitions can be for people, especially when we've got things thoroughly planned out. You know, I know we're going to talk a little bit about the senior seminars that we have, but I want to make sure that we got our personal information out there for people to understand that while we come in and we do these radio shows, you know, still remember what it is that we do out there so that, you know, stop into the bank if you've got those financial questions, anything planning regarding funerals or anything of the like, make sure that you stop into your local funeral home and, and get your answer to those kinds of questions because again it's always easier to have that information on hand when you don't need it versus having to seek that information when a crisis has occurred 
people are panicked, they're upset, they don't really know where to turn because they're kind of frazzled. Whereas if we do all your planning ahead of time, you kind of get those questions answered out straight. When a crisis does occur, hopefully you're a little more prepared for exactly. such crises to happen. So exactly. please seek out, you know, your local agencies here and and see how they can help. Why did you decide to do these senior seminars? Well, Steve and I were looking for a way to give back to the community and we wanted to reach out to the seniors in the Niles area. We felt that by offering a series of speakers for seniors, we could provide an enriching afternoon for those who attend. And again, like we've talked about, the more information out there, the better. You know, oftentimes we think we repeat this information too much. You know, oh, the library kind of did that. Should we do that? You know, whatever we think about if getting information out there is really necessary. But we find time and time again that even repeating information that's already been out there is vital because people are finding themselves in a situation of needing these answers every day. And maybe they didn't think they needed these answers two months ago when a certain topic was being offered in the community, but now they're in a position where they need the answers to those questions. And so offering senior seminars in any fashion, even if they repeat information, is always valuable. So how did you two team up to come up with this idea? Well, we're business partners in other areas, and we both had a passion for giving back to the community, and we both enjoy really working with our senior clientele. Um, So we decided to have a luncheon. Um, We got to know what we were each expecting to come out of these senior seminars. Our goals aligned well. Um, We did meet at the end of 2018 to plan for 2019. Everything seemed to work out well, so we decided to go ahead and pull our resources together and try these meetings for the first time. So last year was our first year hosting these senior seminars, and they really went well. People attended them. They enjoyed what they were learning. We had the ladies would attend to multiple sessions, so we knew Mm -hmm. that they enjoyed what they were learning. Mm -hmm. Um, So since they were such a success in our eyes, we decided to go ahead and do them again for the second year, which will be, we'll start again this March. The one nice thing is this time, though, we had feedback from the ladies that were attending, like, what topics would you like to hear? Mm -hmm. So the first year, we were just picking topics that we thought they would want Sure, sure. We thought we knew so, what they wanted. Yeah, so <laughs> right. this time we got their input, so we have topics lined up on things that they would like to hear, and I think it's going to be a benefit for all that attend. And honestly, you know, I'm sure that's something you'll do each time, and hopefully you'll hear a few different selections each time to bring the information that they're really looking to hear. So where are, when and where are these seminars going to be? The senior seminars are on the third Tuesday of each month, starting in March, and we have them at 1 p.m. at the Niles District Library, which is at 620 East Main Street in Niles. So our first one, since it's in March, will be March 19th. And where in the library? Is it going to be located downstairs? Oh, yes. They're in the basement, and um, there is an elevator if you haven't been to the uh, library before, but there's an elevator that takes you down to the basement in the community room. So for those of you who don't know, it can be kind of daunting when you walk in the library. Maybe somebody's busy and you can't ask, you know, where to go. If you walk straight in the front door of the library, you make a left by the desk there where all of the ladies who work, and you kind of walk right about to the children's area, and you'll see a hallway make a left into that hallway the elevator is right there or the stairs are right there and it will take you downstairs Mm -hmm. and then once you kind of come down the stairs or either come off the elevator it's right in front of you or right to your left and it says community room so that would be where your things are going to be located okay very good and who is it that would you would like to see come to these seminars well the more that attend i feel that the better it would be Mm -hmm. um and they're called senior seminars but 
the focus and the topics can apply to anybody. We are focusing mainly on the seniors, but their children would benefit, their Mm -hmm. caretakers would benefit. So if there's a topic that you see that you would like to hear more about, don't feel um, afraid to come if you're not a senior because you're, you're more than welcome. Right. And obviously, you know, you got to call it something. So, you know, we call it senior seminars so that they know. I mean, that's generally what the information is geared towards is those who are aging and anybody who has an interest in that. And I've often said before, if there's social workers out there that kind of work with this population, you won't get CEUs for things like this. But this is solid information to have about current events that are going on or current information that's out there on all of these um the seminars that you're going to, we'll be talking about here. Uh, again, if you're working with a senior, even if you work for Home Instead or a Senior Care One or any of those places, again, this might be something that you'd want to find yourself getting involved with just again to have some of the latest information on these things. What it is, is information. It's information that's out there that we want you to come and get, and particularly those who would be in need of this information, whether it be an adult child or the senior themselves. Uh, is there a cost to attend these seminars? Absolutely not. The seminar are free and there's not even a need to pre-register. You simply just come to the library and check the programs out. As I said before, we meet we meet in the basement in the community room and there is that elevator. Okay. So and you'll have some refreshments or Yeah, we're gonna to have drink. drinks. We'll drinks. have coffee and water. Okay. Very so, good. Yep. What are the different uh, session topics and who were your speakers? Well to start our um, sessions out the first one will be in March. And the presenter will be Kelly Leish from the Berrien County Sheriff's Department. Kelly will speak on senior safety and share prevention tips for current scams that are going on at the time. Um, As far as self-defense, she'll teach some of that and some physical moves the Sheriff's Department do that their RAD program teaches. And that RAD program is a 12-hour certification. Kelly will share the times that are available uh, when she presents those. And then I think April is... You're presenting for us, Carrie, aren't you? I am, absolutely. Can you tell us about that? Yes, uh, I will be joining you in April. And uh, just to give a little background for those who don't really know what I don't often talk about it is that I've actually been in the social service industry for 25 plus years. Uh, While I started my career working with children, I truly found my passion when I started working with the aging. My experience ranges from working with folks who live in a group home that have mental illness to public speaking on a range of topics, as I'll be doing for you. I have experience working with law enforcement, judicial systems, public hospitals. Um, I've worked in nursing homes, assisted living buildings, independent living buildings. I do own my own company that services mostly the assisted living population, and I try to help them have a positive transition from home to a more secured setting. So we know that when folks uh, leave their, their home, maybe that they've been in for years, it can be kind of a difficult transition to leave that environment and to go into what they almost always consider to be a more restrictive environment. And it doesn't have to be. So a lot of what I do is when I go in and I work with folks, I try to get them to think differently about the present situation that they're in. I almost always like to talk about the fact that they've moved from home into an assisted living that this is truly their next step. I think a lot of times they feel it's their last step. You know, it's the last place I'm going to be. And we don't focus on that because quite frankly, what has been our entire life has been but a series of steps. Okay. We start off as infants. We're home. We, you know, we grow into school age children and maybe go to college and we're still at home. 
a lot of the times, you know, we're with our families and we've got the security of that. And then what do we do? Our next step is we branch out into our own world, whatever that is. We go off to college maybe, or we're married and have a career and we have our own homes. And so you're kind of in that step, so to speak, of of kind of, that's your longest stretch of life typically is when you're perhaps raising children and tending to a marriage and having a home and a career. And so folks often find the majority of their identity in that stage of life, in that step of life, because they're a mom and then they're maybe a teacher and they're an aunt and they've got nephews and nieces and you're a community member of uh, various organizations that you belong to. You might be a church member. You have all of these identities when you are in that stage of life. And then when you progress to the next stage, perhaps it's, you know, the reason we're moving into assisted livings might be the loss of ability to do a lot of the things for yourself that you could do before. Maybe you have a loss of a caregiver who took care of you at that point. And you need to kind of seek some place that's going to provide you a little more assistance to help you succeed, to help you be the best you. And so a lot of times when people get to that stage in life, they often don't really know how to identify who they are anymore. What are their roles? What are they supposed to do? So I can help with that and try to get them to transition from being at home and that set of care, you know, roles that you used to have for such a long period of time, kind of transition into the new you, so to speak. So a lot of what I do is to try and help them to develop a positive outlook to that. And part of what I like to do is to give presentations around the community. And so for you guys, I'm going to be presenting my presentation about how to be an active participant in your healthcare. So I always say, have you ever wanted to ask your doctor questions, Have but felt that maybe he or she might be annoyed if you ask them questions? Have you ever felt like uh, you have more questions than answers about a diagnosis once you leave? You're not alone. In fact, one in 10 patients feel that they can't make sense of discharge paperwork from a hospital. When doctors use technical terms, you may walk away more confused than you started. So we'll talk about ways to effectively communicate with your healthcare team and be an active participant in your healthcare, which is truly vitally important. So who comes up in May? So in May, we'll be holding a seminar on spotting the signs of elder abuse. Becky Brisbow Gleesner, the Adult Service Manager for the Bering and Cass County Department of Health and Human Services, she'll be our speaker. Elder abuse and exploitation is becoming more prevalent across the country and in Bering County, sad to say. Unfortunately, yes. But knowing the signs and how to report are first steps to protecting yourself along with your loved ones. Adult Protective Service investigators protect vulnerable adults from abuse, neglect, and exploitation by coordinating with mental health, public health, law enforcement, the probate courts, the aging network, community groups, and the general public. They are here to offer services and assistance to help keep vulnerable adults safe. If you suspect someone is being abused or exploited, please feel free to call them and their number is 855-444-3911. That'll be a very interesting topic. And again, information that you can't get out there enough. I mean, you've really got to have that out there over and over. What about June? I'm really excited about June. We have Michelle Holloway from the YMC of Greater Michiana, and she'll be presenting on senior physical fitness. Michelle oversees the personal training department for the Greater Michiana Y. She teaches a strength cardio interval class twice a week. She teaches the melt method for chronic pain and lack of mobility twice a week. Michelle trains four to six clients each day. She has many meetings that are community health focused. The rest of her time is spent on volunteering in our community with the Y, 
the Buchanan Galene Lions Club, and the Buchanan Garden Club. Her son keeps her active with his many sports. She works daily on learning and growing about functional movements for the Y team and their members. Michelle's presentation will be very geared toward the participants at the seminar. She will ask them what their lives are like now and move forward with recommendations for them. So it's going to be very personalized. She will have melt balls so she can show them how a simple 10 minutes a day can relax and rejuvenate them. I'm personally looking forward to that because I I could use a little (laughs) relaxation and rejuvenation. She will discuss mobility and functional movement, and this will be a very hands-on participatory seminar. That sounds great. I'm excited to uh, hear about that one for sure. How about July? So in July, Steve and I will be presenting on prearranging a funeral. This was one of the topics that was asked for by our participants this past year. There are several parts to prepare arrangements. There's pre-planning, which is putting your information and funeral service preferences down on paper. And then there is pre-funding, which is paying for your funeral services ahead of time. One of the advantages to pre-arranging is your ability to make better informed decisions. Oftentimes, your funeral director will have options for you to consider. For example, with cremation, did you know that you can actually have your cremains turned into a diamond or an artificial reef? Hmm, No. (laughs) Steve and I watched a program about that the other, about a month ago. It was really interesting. They can also be shot into space on a rocket or even placed in a mausoleum that was once a lighthouse. Steve and I will answer any questions folks have regarding prearranging a funeral. If you're an honorably discharged veteran, there are many options for you as well. You have the option of being buried in a national cemetery. Most of us think of Arlington. Mm -hmm. Did you know there's actually one in Battle Creek? No, didn't know that either. Depending on when and where you served, there may be benefits that you're unaware of. There's a fund for sailors who were exposed to the nuclear fallout in World War II and the Agent Orange Fund for the Vietnam vets. Sailors can have their burial at sea if they wish. That's very interesting. Yeah. And so we can help coordinate all of those services. And, you know, again, a topic most people don't really want to sit down and discuss, but I say it over and over again, the more armed you are with knowledge, the better you are, the better off you are when you've got to make some choices. Exactly. So why not get out there, ask those questions, find out that information so that when the time comes and you've got to start making some plans or thinking about it, you can kind of go, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. And then ask those pointed questions when you come in. And prearranging really allows you to make decisions without the emotions attached to it. Correct. Because when you have to do those arrangements at the time, Mm -hmm. there are so many emotions that come into it that when you do it at prearranging, it really takes those emotions out of the situation. Well, and you've got a level of control over that. So when yes. you prearrange, you truly do get what it is that you want. You know, yes. you don't have to you don't have to hope that your children will know the right thing to do or someone listened to you when you told them something about that 20 years ago. Exactly. When you prearrange, that is 100% in your care. That's yes. T- yes. truly you your choice. You get to control that. Right. Yep. Wonderful. What about August? So in August, um, I'll present, be presenting, and we're going to be talking about account titling and what the different title titles mean. Um, there's different options, such as payable on death or having somebody as a joint owner. Uh, you can have a power of attorney on account. So we're going to explore the pros and cons mm-hmm. of those titles, what those titles mean, in what situations would they be helpful, in mm-hmm. what situations maybe they're going to limit access that you're not necessarily wanting. Mm-hmm. So I think once we clarify this information, um, I hope our guests can go ahead and take a look at their own accounts and make sure that they're titled how they want them to be. 
titled that'll be most beneficial for them. And again, information that we can repeat and repeat, but there's always new people falling in line needing that information. So what about uh, September? September brings a topic we think many will find helpful, cooking for one. This topic is being revisited this year with a different presenter, Melissa Powell, a dietitian with Pace of Southwest Michigan. She will discuss the benefit of maintaining your weight and intakes as you age, strategies to improve appetite, cooking tips for delicious meals when planning for one, and keeping your eating exciting. Awesome. That sounds like something everybody can enjoy. (laughs) Definitely. That'll be another favorite. (laughs) Right. All right. Now, what about October? Um, So Tim Hunt from First Source Bank will be presenting on protecting your assets. Tim has a master's in finance and has over 31 years of trust experience, so he will bring a wealth of knowledge to his presentation. He will highlight updates to Michigan Asset Protection Trust, considerations and reasons for creating special needs trust, and potential pitfalls and penalties with Medicaid avoidance schemes, which necessitate the involvement of a uh, seasoned elder law planning attorney. Mm -hmm. So this will be a great one for questions that you may have about protecting your assets um, that you've accumulated throughout the years. Well, and I think that, again... that information can't be shared enough either. So all of this stuff sounds like it's going to be so valuable for anybody who's entering into the aging, uh, you know, kind of getting close to it. You know, I'm only 47, but all this information can certainly be beneficial to myself as well. So it sounds like a lot of great information. Where do we sign up? Um, There's no need to sign up. Anyone can attend and everybody is welcome. Just a reminder, they are on the third Tuesday of the month at 1 o'clock at the Niles District Library in the community room, and the first one will be March 19th, and we would hope to see everyone there. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait for this seminar to start, and I'm so delighted to be a part of it, and I thank you ladies for being here. The one thing that I do want to mention for just a a quick notation at the end of the program is that starting in mid-March, residential or any type of plot, basically, of land in Berrien County is going to be receiving their census information. So look for that information at mid-March. And the Greater Niles Chamber wants you to understand that this is vital that you fill this information out. I think we heard um, yesterday that over 10 years worth of time, Berrien County stands to lose $440 million worth of income that comes in that provides income for Medicaid, Medicare, meal sites, any community programs out there that are funded um, through any type of money through the government. So it is vital. We've only had an 80.9% response rate, and that response rate needs to go up in order to keep the money local in Berrien County. So please look for those census reports. Please fill them out and also look for information about where you can go to get some assistance with those. So this has been Life Transitions, brought to you by First Source Bank. Whether you're starting a new job, starting a family, or deciding how to spend your retirement years, contact a Life Transitions specialist to help you. First Source Bank, member FDIC.